Hello, everybody. Here I'm there to talk about Anchor. It's one of the best podcast uh, platforms that you can you can uh, go on. You can put all your podcasts on Apple, Google, any place. Any place to put up your podcast, you could all do it in one place. Anchor has all the tools to allow you to record and edit your podcast right from the phone or computer. And you can distribute any of your, your podcasts on any platform like Apple, Spotify, Anchor, you know, Anchor, Stitcher, iHeart, everything. It's everything you need you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. And let me tell you, I have had great experience with Anchor. Download the Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started today. That is Anchor FM to get started today. Welcome to Cindy and Joe's show. I'm Joe. I'm Cindy. And Cindy is tired because she's come back from her Secretary of State run yeah, on the campaign trail. Had a little bit of a stretch on the campaign trail the last few days, so I'm a little tired, but I'm doing all right. But just like the Tigers, you're coming back home for the main stretch. That's right. Well, I'm coming back home for a day of rest or so. That's That'll be good because we're going to hit it again hard on Monday. Just like the Tigers, they have a little stretch of uh, rest, and then they're going to hit it hard again. But uh, they didn't look too bad in uh, their first outings here. No, they haven't. And uh, obviously one of the main things that really sucks is Riley Green's going to be out six to eight weeks, which blows. Because especially if you took him, you betted him to win Rookie of the Year. Gee, did someone here bet on him to win Rookie of the Year, Joe? Cindy, listen, I, I, I can't I, – I, I can't – I don't claim for this, okay? Like this was not my fault. I didn't do nothing. But yes, I, I did. You were hot on Riley Green from last year, uh, though. That's the truth. I love Riley Green. I think he's going to be good, and for him to be hurt, it just sucks. I know there was, but there's still a lot of hope for the Tigers, and we've got some bold predictions in this segment. And um, I think they're, you know. This is what I like to make my predictions. First off, it's just like last year, right at opening day. I like to make my predictions opening day. I said a kill Badoo is the one to watch. Sure enough, he had a breakout awesome season. So when we're talking some bold predictions, who would like to go first? Would you like me to go first, Joe? Sure, I'll go, go first. You go first. Our... <laughs> there you go. First bold prediction. I predict that the Tigers are going to be over 500 this season. Most projections have them at or under 500. I think they are going to go over 500. Mm-hmm. Uh, Spencer Torkelson made the roster. I think that's good news for the Tigers in general because it shows development of their young players, which means we're going to have further development from Akil Badu uh, and a number of other um, up-and-comers. So I think that's a good sign. Uh, I think the fact that we've got Barnhart on board uh, is also going to give some confidence and boost to that roster. I think they're going to go over 500. It's funny because the Detroit Tigers are over under 78 and a half. If you bet 110 to win, if you bet 10, you can win $19 on the under. And if you bet over, you could win $19. I'd bet over for sure. Oh, yeah. I think I think they're definitely going to go over. It would not surprise me. To even, and I'm going to be a little bold. I would say if I had to call it, I'm going to give them 89 games. 89 games? 89. I'm going to go a little bit bolder. I think they win 92 games. That's an awful tight 
in 89th, 92. All right. So we're, we're both sitting somewhere about the 90 game mark. 92 games. 92 games. We're going to see what happens. So are you, are you saying Joe, that you think they'll have a shot at the wild card spot? I think there's extra wild card spot, obviously. So I think they do have a shot to make that extra wild card spot. I think, I think their pitching is going to be their mainstay. And I think Eduardo Rodriguez is going to be, I think he's going to be really, really good in this, in this whole, uh, this whole season. I think that uh, him coming over from Boston, you know, Boston's a shorter ballpark, has a little bit of a, you know, home run feel to it. You can hit more home runs in that ballpark because it's, it's short porch and everything. I think Eduardo Rodriguez coming to Detroit where it's a big, stadium big there's it's hard for hitters to hit home runs in because it's a big stadium it's i think it's it's like 420 feet out in the middle center field so it's not gonna be easy for opposing pitchers to come in at, i mean opposing pit, hitters to come into tigers to come here park and, and hit home runs well and i think adding alexander to the pitching staff also um is good yeah. i think that's gonna fill a needed hole there you know i was really worried and and oftentimes we're talking about the bullpen and what the tigers you know, my concern has always been the bullpen. It doesn't matter. You can have all the best starters in the world, and then you call in your closers, and they blow it. So, um, you know, I was worried that our, you know, our bullpen's always been weak. But last season, not only do we have weak bullpen, we had weak starters. And we were just pitching was just weak all the way around. And I see improvements this year, certainly in the starting rotations. Um, and I think we've got a couple I think of the really bull- good closers, I, I think too. The, I think the bullpen is really solid. I think – Gregory Soto is a, a top-notch closer. Michael Fulmer in the bullpen. Jose Sincero in the bullpen. They added a guy Andrew Chaffin from uh, mm-hmm. from Oakland, who's he's a he's a very good uh, good hitter. You know, I mean pitcher. Yep. Uh, it, they have Kyle Funkhauser who did pitch pretty well. Um, there's just a lot of guys that they have on that, that that bullpen that I think can make a really big difference, and it's it's how it's how the bottom of the bullpen performs that really matters. You know. It's not the guys like the Sincero or the Fulmer or the, the Soto. It's the guys who are the fifth, fourth, sixth option of the bullpen that, and how they perform because they're going to be called on and they need to deliver. And I'll tell you why I think they will and why I think that overall you're going to see an improvement in pitching. And I think that Barnhart is really going to make the difference because anyone could argue on a baseball team, the smartest guy you've got is your catcher. Mm-hmm. Your catcher has to be your smartest guy. You know who was used to be a catcher? Our friend D-Mac, Darren McCarthy. Darren was a catcher. Darren yes. was a – that just goes to show you, he's a smart guy. You know, sometimes he plays it a little silly, but that is one smart man. And, um, you know, he was a catcher. So, I think we've got a really – I got really good well, from, baseball from, mind from behind From a pitcher perspective, like, one of the things that cost the pitcher Tigers last year and why they got rid of uh, – I think it, Ramos they had early mm-hmm. in the year. He was horrible at framing pitches. And one of the biggest the biggest things you could do as a, p- a catcher is how you frame the pitch and make sure it doesn't like look like it's a ball. Like t- you take it out of the zone, it's going to be a ball. I mean, Tucker Barnhart's a really really good pitcher who can who who's good for a young uh, you know pitching staff. Oh, absolutely, very very like I said, a very very smart baseball mind behind the plate. You need that because he's got to know his pitchers. He's got to be aware of how to, how to you know call those pitches too, um, based on who he's got at the plate. And you just really have to be smart. And he is that. And he also said he's open to an extension, which also gives me a lot of hope. And I'll tell you why. 
because what it says is he's committed to this club. He said he really likes it here. Mm -hmm. That's a good sign. That's a sign of a good, healthy, um, you know, kind of chemistry going on there on this club. And I think that that's really important going forward. Well, I think, I think you got to look at the top teams that are, that are, you know, contending every year for the, 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 uh, the world series and playoffs just look no further than the guy, like a guy who is, uh, you know, he plays for the Dodgers. The Dodgers are a very, very good team. Will Smith, you know, he had, he had a 365. OBP. Not the one that goes around slapping people. Not that. St- <laughs> that was a good one. I didn't expect that. Damn. That was good. That was a good one. <laughs> and then you got JT Romuto and, and, and Philadelphia. That's he's a good catcher. There's, you know, Garver, the thing about the, the Central, they have, like, arguably, they have probably three or four of the best catchers in baseball. Because you got uh, Grandal in Chicago. You got Perez in Kansas City, um, which Kansas City is not, like, a contender, but they have a good catcher. I put Barnhart up against any one of them. You know, the the teams that people are expecting to see – are probably going to be Tampa Bay. You're expecting to see them. You're expecting to see probably Houston, probably Boston, the Yankees. You know, they're always a mainstay. Um, Chicago, uh, you're, you're expecting to see those clubs, you know. But some of the other, you know, when it comes down to the rest of them in that division, I don't think, I think it's up for grabs. I really, it is. And I think it is. And I think that the Tigers actually have capability that needs to be developed, but capability to to make it kind of into that that fifth and sixth spot. And so I think that's important to note because the playoff structure is changing this year. You're not going to have four teams in the playoffs. Now you're going to have five, right, which opens up an additional extra wild card. So well, not extra, but, you know, gives you more opportunity for that. The point is there's another slot open. And I think if the Tigers work very hard if they develop properly during the year. And if they get on a hot streak – they could very well edge their way into one of those bottom spots. Yeah, and I think I think that's what they're they're, they're known for. Like uh, I think um, I think AJ Hinch last year they started off slow. I mean, you could you could have made the case going into late last year if they would have had at least a 500 record, you know, in the first month of the season instead of a two and like I think it was 14 record. Yeah, they would have yep. they would have been in the playoffs punt. I mean, if you win you win six or seven games, you're in a playoff punt. So I, don't, I just don't know. I just don't think that they'll repeat that because they, they they're playing well over five hundred ball the rest of the way. They just couldn't they couldn't take that one giant start to the season where they just dropped off quickly. Well, and the thing is, they still have a hole in their middle infield. That's the one concern that I do have. I mean, they've made they made strides in my mind on the pitching staff. They made a tremendous acquisition. Well, they went, they went out and got, they got Baez. At, 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 yeah, but yeah. they didn't get who they should have gotten, Joe. And you we like, talked you about get this. Correa. I wanted See, the Correa. See, problem, the problem with Baez, and a lot of people don't understand this, is is he he strikes out 30% of the time. Now, he will, he, he will the, the number of say he's going to save you 30 runs, and he's also going to give you 30 runs. So he's basically a 500 player, you know? That's, that's the problem. When you got a guy like that who strikes out a lot, but he's good defensively, but he takes chances. He's kind of a mixer, mixer, mixed guy. He's a toss up for me. He's a toss up. I mean, we could have, lo- if we could have locked down Correa, if we could have locked down 
that middle infielder, that shortstop position, I would have felt so much better about this mm -hmm. team coming into this season. That didn't happen. We kind of went with our, you know, kind of the third or fourth uh, option down the line. Hopefully Baez improves. That's the problem. That, that's the thing. That's what I'm saying. There's too many areas on this roster where you say, if they develop, I hope they improve. If they do, if there's no one that you can say, okay, yeah, I feel good about that. Yeah, I feel good about that. The only one that I can say that right now I'm comfortable saying that about is Barnhart. I'm very, I'm very happy with that acquisition. I'm very comfortable with that position. And that's important because as we just talked about, it's one of the most critical positions on the team. Yeah, you know, it's, it sucks because Riley Green's hurt. I think one of the biggest question marks is, is the outfield for the Tigers because Riley Green's hurt, so he's not going to make the, the team coming out of camp. And Derek Hill, I I believe he uh, – I think he got hurt too. Yeah, I mean, Akil Badu can't field the entire outfield, right? So where is he going to get some help and support? Him, him, I and, him, him, him there. and Robbie Grossman, that's that's the that's the issue. Can, can they – is it just it, it boggles my mind how you came into the this season, you thought you were gonna have Riley Green and Kill Badu, and then you had a, a guys like in the, that were behind him like Victor Reyes, uh Derek Hill, mm -hmm. and now they're put in the starting roles and we've seen how that worked mm -hmm. so well with the Red Wings where they lost Verana right. for half the season and he comes back and the team is out of it. Right, right. Yeah, it's it's too little too late, you know. Um, and I think that's kind of what you saw with the Tigers last season. And we don't want to see a repeat of that. We don't want to see a too little too late scenario because I think they've got some real key positions locked down and I'm happy about that. But as we pointed out, there's just a lot of holes. I think right now the Tigers are on. This isn't a bold prediction, but I think they're really a 50-50 shot uh, to, to really make it somewhat of a watchable season mm -hmm. um we'll see how it starts off i mean they started off great they, last year but they, then it kind of went they, downhill very quickly no they started off bad last year and they stayed really good at the end of the year well i mean they they had a good opening day they had a good opening day and then they went and then it went then, to hell they went that. to two and 14 <laughs> right. the rest of the way right we were we were doing the, the opening day at the bigs remember right yeah, yeah. And, and that and they were like you know tigers win and we're like, okay, maybe it's started something good, and then they go two and fourteen, and then they take, the yeah, and you yeah. can't have that happen, especially that early in the season because it's a total momentum killer. So, what is your bold take, Joe? Is it the ninety-two games that's your bold take? My no, my bold take is I think Casey Mize is going to be in this contention for the Cy Young. That is very bold. What makes you say that? What have you seen in Casey Mize's development I think, so far? I think Casey Mize. With a guy like Tucker Barnhart behind the plate, like we said, he opens up the game for Casey Myers just to be Casey Myers because he actually has a catcher who will who will show him the right pitches at the right time, will frame the pitches at the right time. That's one of the things that they had problems with last year was framing pitches and pitch selection. And I think when you take a guy like a young guy like Casey Myers and you allow him to just focus on what he needs to focus on, it opens up his better part of his game. You know, it's like, it's kind of like in, in, in when you're a batter, right? And you are told, you are told you have to uh, bunt. You know, you're not hitting, so you're going to bunt the ball. Yeah. When you're a pitcher and you're told, you know, put a fastball right here, it just, you can key in in that selection of, okay, I got to throw the fastball right here and 
we're going to get it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's about pinpoint selection. And that's what Tucker Barnhart brings. You know, he's for everyone that says that, you know, I was reading some selections where he was not a catcher that they think highly of among the sabermetrics groups or whatever. He brings much more to the plate than just the way he plays. You know, the smart veteran angle is the most important part of that, that with a young pitcher staff, like Terry Scoble, Mac Manning, and Casey Mize will reap the benefits of having a guy like Tucker Barnhart on the plate. Absolutely. I think he's a game changer. You know, we talked about who are going to be the game changers for the Red Wings, and we're going to talk about that in the next segment as well as, you know, what we expect to see with them finishing up their season. But uh, I think that you can argue Tucker Barnhart is certainly one of the game changers for the Detroit Tigers rolling into the season. And I think one of the biggest things that the Tigers have to kind of avoid a little bit is so far they have three players on injured on the injured list. Mm-hmm. Uh, Andrew Chafin's on the injured list. Derek Hill starts the year on the injured list, and Riley Green will start the year on the injured list. And if you ask me, it's three injuries. You really can't take much more because then you're bringing up people who you might not have the utmost trust in. And they might be young guys. And they might just not be that great to start off because they're young players. Well, they're saying six to eight weeks on um, Riley Green. On Green, so that puts him back right after Memorial Day. I'm okay with that. I'm I'm okay with that too because then hopefully. I mean, of course, I'm not okay with it, but I I, I think it's it's not going to be a season killer. At least it's him. not like eight. To, at least it's not like six to eight months. You know, then you're talking the whole baseball season. So right. Uh, if the Tigers can just stay at 500 through Memorial Day, that would be a total. Win. Yep. And next, we will be talking about the Red Wings and their their little struggles and uh, another Illa Jones team. It's getting ugly. It's getting ugly. This is Cindy and Joe Show.